Christian Medical and Dental Association of Nigeria Student Arm presents the maiden edition of online conferences. Prayer and Missions Conference 2020 with the theme, Arrows in His Quiver. Three platforms, 16 speakers, delegates from all across Nigeria and overseas. It was a life-changing experience for many. Brace up as you listen to power-packed messages and parallel sessions on issues pertaining the Christian medic. God bless you as you listen. Let's, Let's welcome, welcome our speaker. I want to thank God for this great privilege. I don't take it for granted. In the next few minutes, we'll be learning about internet missions and mm-hmm. a transition to the greater good. When I was told about this program, I was given an assignment. And my assignment was this. Explain what internet missions really mean. Stress why internet missions should be a priority for Christians. And then explain strategies that can be engaged in carrying out internet missions. Before I talk about this, I want to lay a foundation. And in the foundation, I will start with scriptures. Matthew 5, 14 to 16 puts it this way. He says, here's another way to put it. You are here to be light, bringing out the God colors in the world. You know, there are different kinds of colors. There are colors associated with evil. There are colors associated with cultism. You just see someone with a color, you know that this person belongs to this group. You see this color. This color represents one thing or the other. But God is telling us that as we show as children of God, we are supposed to bring God's color because God will not bring his color God has given us that assignment to show forth his wonders. And that's why the Bible says that we are the light of the world. So God is not a secret to be kept. You can't have God and keep it a secret. We are going public with this, as public as a city on a hill. If I make you light bearers, you don't think I'm going to hide you under a bucket, do you? I'm putting you on a light stand. So whatever you are, it can be absolute, it can be absolute, it can be loot. It can be in a bank, wherever God has made us light stands. Uh, God has made us be a light, and wherever it is, whether the light stand, that's where God is putting you. So wherever you are is the, the light stand that God is putting you. Now that I put you there on a hilltop, on a light stand, shine. So that's God's command to us: shine. God is telling you shine. God is telling Chile you shine. God is telling Ezine uh, shine. God is telling Grace shine. God is telling us shine. Keep open house. Be generous with your life. You can't be stingy with your life. Be generous with your lives. By opening up to others, you prompt people to open with God, this generous Father in heaven. Also, the Bible says, and all of this, Second Corinthians 5, 18 to 20, the Bible says, and all of this is a gift from God who brought us back to himself through Christ. So God brought us back. He reconciled us to himself through what Jesus did on the cross of Calvary. And the wonderful thing is that Jesus Christ handed the battle over to us. He didn't hand it over to angels. He tasked of reconciling people to him. For God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, no longer counting people's sin against them. And he gave us, he gave us, he gave me, he gave you hearing me, he gave you hearing me on Facebook, he gave you hearing me on giving us the ministry of reconciliation. That's why the psalmist says, Who is man that thou art mindful of him? He gave us this great message. So we are Christ's ambassadors. God is making his appeal to us. We speak for Christ. When we plead, come back to God. So that's what God has given to us. Great responsibility. Also, Ephesians 4, 11 to 13. Um, the 11 makes a very important statement. It says, and he himself 
gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers. But there's two are very important. It says for the equipping of the saints for the work of the ministry. So it means that when we go to church, when we go for conferences like this, it's not so that we feel as if we have arrived. It's not as if so that we get all the knowledge. No, it's so that we can be equipped for the work of the ministry because the work of the ministry is outside. Ask ourselves, how often do we spend in church? Most times, some services last one hour, 30 minutes or two hours in a week. Sometimes we go to church twice or twice a week. Let's just say six hours, seven hours in a whole week. So it's important for us to know we spend more time in class, we spend time in our place of work, we spend time in different places, and that is where the work of the ministry is. And so what I'm doing today is just to equip for the work of the ministry, for the final body of Christ. Charles Spodger made a statement. He said, every Christian is either a missionary poster. <laughs> Very interesting statement. That means that all of us have been given a commission. We have given a great commission. So as a Christian, Go ye, go ye. That is our word, go ye. So every Christian is either a missionary or an imposter. We can practice, make a statement, similar statement. It says every Christian is a missionary. Every non-Christian, a mission field. So the harvest is ripe, the laborers are few. The harvest are souls of men. So every Christian is a missionary. Every non-Christian, a mission field. So that when you understand this, it changes your perspective about life. And the Bible says in Matthew 28, verse 19, he didn't say stay, he said, Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Interestingly, when we talk about nations, when you divide the people groups of the world, you find out that the people groups of the world, about 17,423, the unreached group amongst these is 7,402. Percentage of our rich group is about um, six uh, 42.5%. And then the population, I'm talking about the population, the population of the world is about 7.5 billion. And then people in the rich people that have not heard this gospel, people that have not heard this good news, people that are not enjoying this thing we are enjoying in Christ, they are about 3.22 billion. So that tells us that there's a lot of work we need to do, a lot of work. So as I start, I want to ask how did Jesus communicate the gospel? How did he share the good news? How did he tell people about this life? About this wonderful thing? How did he share it? Jesus was a good storyteller. Imagine Jesus talking a story about a man that, you know, instead of him saying that if you come to God, whatever you do, you come to God, God will accept you. Jesus gives a story about a man that his own his family took his share of the portion, wasted his life on riotous living. And then, later on, when he came back to the same seat, he came back home, and his father accepted him. Jesus was a master storyteller. And also, in real life, telling stories is a very wonderful medium to catch people's attention. Jesus also used conversations. That was how he was talking to some people, some disciples, on the way to Emmaus. And as he spoke to them, their hearts burned. Jesus was also a master in question and answer. Who do men say I am? Who's seen this man or his parents? He was a master question asker. Also, he knew how to throw debates. He also knew how to use objects to teach. At the time, he would come, you know, wash the feet of the disciples and teach them about humility. So it's very important that we have these communication skills as we want to share the gospel. So what are the approaches to evangelism? Open air preaching. 
Some of us come for missions outreach, maybe the evening periods, we just have time to maybe share the gospel, open air preaching, trickle down evangelism where you reach a very big person or you reach some sort of influence and the person trickles it down, door-to-door evangelism or door-to-door preaching, evangelism through a sermon. For instance, someone preaches a good message and just as we are doing in this conference, we say, send repent to this and so that you can follow the person up. Friendship evangelism where you, you, you talk to, become a friend to somebody and you know, you throw the gospel to the person like how Jesus Christ did. It's not the one that you become someone's friend, you become worse than them. Also, child evangelism, children evangelism, very important because these young ones need to grow. They need to hear the word of God. They need to know God for themselves at a young age. It's very important. Creative evangelism, I'm sure that during the parallel session we learned about drama. Drama, music, comedy, anything, that any act, we can use art, poetry, drawing, Anything that can be creative, anything can be used as a tool to share the gospel. Using gospel tracks, televangelism as people preach on televisions, radio evangelism, phone evangelism where you call people on phone and share the word of God with them, and internet evangelism, which we'll talk about. But just before we talk about internet evangelism, let's talk a little about the drawbacks of being online. You know, let's talk about little drawbacks. One of the drawbacks is that it could be addictive. Imagine you're on Facebook, say, let me just read small. Let me just read, let me just check Facebook small, small. And before you know it, two hours, three hours, and all the time is spent. It could be very addictive. Also, one thing about the internet is that a lot of false information exists here. Plenty of false information. A lot of things shared here that are not true. Also, toxic content. A lot of toxic content online. A lot of toxic. A lot of people get hooked to pornography online. A lot of people do all kinds of things. You know, these days go online, you see all kinds of things. So these are some of the drawbacks. Also, cyberbullying, a.k.a. Twitter Nigeria. That place is a very wonderful place. You can be dragged, dragged until your life can be dragged out. And that's why you have to have a life. Social media. Also, you know, it can just make you to post things. You just post things online, forgetting that the internet never forgets. These are some of the drawbacks. Also, breaking news syndrome. I want to be the first to share. I want to be the first to share. And sometimes we go and share things that we are not supposed to share and uh, put ourselves or put people into trouble. Also, sometimes it takes us away from reality. Most times people have more friends online than offline. They can't talk to people else offline. Some people cannot even relate to people. You are talking with somebody and you are looking at your phone. You can't really relate to people. So these are some of the drawbacks. But you know that without the internet, we will not be having this conference. Without the internet, probably would have been in, maybe people from my, uh, the eastern zone would have been in Uyo or have been in, in Abia or would have been in Portacot or people would have been several places traveling and so on. But everybody is in the comfort of their room or somewhere listening to this. So it has advantages. So talking about digital missions, it's the spiritual act of sharing, promoting and um, confessing the good news of Jesus Christ throughout the world via digital and online products and strategies, just like we are doing been um, doing this conference is an effective form and natural extension of the commission given to us by God to glorify Him and make Him known on this earth. You know, the Bible says the Word became flesh and dwelt amongst us. These days, the Word can become digital and dwell among us. So that is what digital missions is all about. So in our modern world, more and more people are disconnecting from relational society and spending time on their mobile devices. We learn more about this as they engage online and on the uh, mobile space. It's important we reach them there. It's important we go to where people are and share the gospel with them. Someone says we can now begin to reach and 
teach the world through a device to hold in our hands. Some of you are viewing this from your phone. Some of you are viewing this from your laptops. So the world has changed. And it's a great opportunity to share the gospel. So I just want to let me just go with a bit from here and just show us an interesting start. Once I click here, let me just show us an interesting start. All right. Now, right now, as we are online, all right, as we are online, um, interestingly, um, I'm trying to look at how many people are online right now. Okay. So the internet users in the world, see how many. More than 4 billion. Total number of websites, more than 1 billion. Emails sent today, more than, more than um, 80 billion. See how plenty, plenty emails sent. Google search, more than 4 billion search. Blog posts today, more than 4 million blog posts. See the tweets sent, more than 500 million today. So it shows us that a lot of things are happening online. A lot of things are happening online and we have to go where it is. We have to go, you know, go to where the, the ministry is and reach out to people. Very, very important. Very, very important. Also, talking about the digital world, we have about 7.75 billion people. Of this 7.75 billion, about um, 5.19 billion are already have phones. There are places that the gospel has not reached to, but phones have reached those places. Internet users, as we just saw, more than 4 billion. And then, people that are active on social media, more than 3.5 billion, about 3.8 billion, as at January 2020. And you can see that in the month between January 2019 and January 2020, about a 2 million, a 2 million bets in the world. But check out phones, more phones than human beings. Check out the internet users, it increased for full night see social media, increased to three, more than 300 million so that means that these are vital places that we can share the gospel now bringing it back to Nigeria we have over 200 million people in Nigeria but just check out, more than 160 million have phones there are people that have phones so you, you share something and they get to hear it, so it means that these things are viable tools to which we can also share the gospel also, you can see the people that, internet users, many of them have mobile phones and smartphones. Almost everybody has a smartphone this period. There are people that um, follow things online. So this is a very important information. And if you look very well, average time, daily time spent on the internet, on mobile devices, is about 4 hours, 50 minutes, or a day, a day. Then you ask you how much, how much time you attend church. So that means that this is where we should be reaching people. They're very important too. And also, we did some, um, I, um, Alexa, a, a, a site, did most listed websites, January 2020. And you can see all the sites. Interestingly, I just marked Bet Niger, a, a, a gambling site, and see how. So, a lot of Nigerians visited this site. All right, let's go on. This month again, this month, you can see Bet Niger is still number two. So, a lot of Nigerians are still doing gambling. See the sites. You can see what is happening. These are the. Uh, uh, the uh, highest number of sites visited. Also, in January uh, 2020, even the Google we are talking about, because if you notice very well, Google was the most visited site. Uh, but, however, we are talking about, so what are people searching for in Google? Let's see what they are searching for. They are downloading news, these are the, the queries. Bet Niger, I just tried to put that highlight in, that's gambling, you know, but gamble, 
number 12, gambling, number 13, gambling, um, uh, um, 19, gambling, 20, gambling. And I, I have studied life score because as people check football, they are, most of them also gamble there. So we have seen Arsenal, we have seen um, Chelsea, and these are the realities that still on the face. So that means that this is what our people, our, most of our people are spending their time and spending their data on. Yesterday, this morning, by I think after 4 a.m. or so, I, I tried to just get the, um, get the trend, the top trend. That was in the morning around 4. And interestingly, you can just see what I highlighted. And almost all of them, they are all talking about a show that is happening here in Nigeria this period. So this is what people are spending most of their time. This was the trend. See how many tweets about things happening. I saw this pastor. My mind was pastor. Only for me to go to the pastor and discover that the pastor had something to do with all these things that I highlighted. So talking about strategies, SMS evangelism. I'm sure that this period, almost everybody got an NCDC text message. Everybody got a text message. In fact, we are complaining online how they have all been getting SMS from NCDC and so on and so forth. That's because text messages reach us. Studies have shown that 97% of all text messages are opened, and about 83% of these messages are open within the first one hour. So when it comes to confidence, cost effectiveness, ease of use, weight of returns and reputation, text messages are very important. You can just tell someone, Jesus loves you, or you do something and, and put a link. Uh, for more information, click here, and then we can follow up. So SMS is a very important and variable tool for sharing the gospel. Why is this important in Nigeria especially? Because about 83% of Nigerians own mobile phones, and almost all mobile phones, of course, have, uh, have SMS uh, platform. And so we can reach people uh, through the gospel through text messages. Maybe a simple thing, Jesus loves you. You never know what that thing can do. Also, emails. Can send emails. Someone wants to scam you and tells you he's a prince of somewhere. You can send a message and tell the person Jesus loves you. Evangelism. You can evangelize through emails. Very important. Website evangelism. It's very important too. You know, let me just click here again. Uh, let me stop and let me go to a site so that we understand. Website can be a tool because people are asking questions. People are people. People have many people have lost hope. Many people want want to ask themselves. What does this life hold for me? People are asking questions. And as people are asking questions, we should be willing to share answers. All right, so you can see uh, this site. You can see this site. And let's see, just today, in this site, more than 190,000 people visited this site. About 35,000 people have given a decision and said, look, I want to give my life to Christ. And this site uh, activity has started for over 47,000 of them. So these are very important tools. People give their life to Christ. Imagine this site. As 2020, they have reached up to 2 billion people with the gospel. They have impacted, just last year, they presented a major to hope to about 429 million people. So this tells us that a lot of things can happen. People are asking questions. And because people are asking questions, we should be available to give answers. These are things that are happening. So the question is, a lot of people are doing. So these are also important evangelism sites you can visit that... Uh, uh, like these are all sites you can visit wonderful sites that you can use to share the gospel wonderful sites you can learn how to share the gospel online wonderful sites that you can you can equip yourself there are a lot of things happening online people are getting saved now we're talking about social media a very important part very important we know what social media is almost everybody has a Facebook account almost everybody has WhatsApp 
Instagram, TikTok, the running Zoom, we're talking, I'm talking via Zoom, Skype, YouTube, all these are, are channels that people use to share in January 2020, about 27 million people in Nigeria are active social media users. So you can see that people are on social media. So we can reach them as well there with the gospel. You can see the uh, demography, the age demography, so that when you are writing messages, you know how and who your message is targeted to. You find out that almost everybody is on WhatsApp. About 94% of people um, that, that use internet users are using um, WhatsApp. That is why any rumor that enters WhatsApp is going to spread very well. And that's why also, conversely, every, any gospel package and well-received can spread on WhatsApp. A lot of people are looking for hope. A lot of people are looking for questions. Facebook is also a very viable tool. You see YouTube, Instagram, you know, a lot of things. You know, so it's important to know that these are platforms through which the gospel can be shared. You know, I don't want to spend so much time. But also going to YouTube, these are the search queries, these are things people have been searching. Look, covers look, and it's almost, a lot of things are not said about the word of God. Look at it, we're a religious nation, but almost no, I know maybe movies can be Christian movies, I don't know, you know, love can be love of God, I don't know, but look at it very well, there are barely many Christian things being searched for. That means that the query for search query is very low. So, why is it all about this? Because, just like someone said, Mary God said in one of he has no blog, no Facebook page, but yours. Yours are the tweets through which love touches this world. Yours are the posts through which the gospel is shared. Yours are the updates through which hope is revealed. Christ has no online presence but yours. No blog, no Facebook page but yours. So how do we organize an internet mission? The first, pray. 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 We are not ignorant of the devices of the enemy. We are not ignorant. So the place of prayer, just like we are going for a physical mission, we pray. Because a lot of transactions are happening online. We pray. So because we need God's help, we need His strength, we need His power, we need His wisdom, we, we need the ability to, to, to strengthen us. So the place of prayer is very important. I want to do online missions, I want, I want to reach out to you. So you pray. Lord, pray. One way, which country you belong to. For instance, I'm, I'm, my country is Facebook. I love Facebook. That's where I usually do my social media things compared to other social uh, uh, media networks or different uh, types of social media. So, different countries. So, you have to find out what works in a country because what works in the Facebook country may not work in the Twitter country. The language of Facebook may not be the language of Twitter. Your target group may not be in Facebook country but may be on Twitter. So, you have to know each country and choose the country that you are comfortable with. And sometimes also, it's not bad to have more than one country. You know, so it's important to note that these are tools through which the gospel is shared. Social media is neither good nor bad. It depends on what it is used for. It can be used for something good. So it's very, very important, very important, very, very, very important that we use it for good, that we use it to share the word of God. Very important. Also, go where, um, go where people are, not where you like them to be. Where are the people? We are the people. So there is a, the people where they are, learning their language and culture in order to engage them in the life-changing message of God with us. In doing so, we begin to discover the church in a new place. So let's go where the souls are. 
a school where they source her, get a team. CMD, you know, recently we did a Twitter storm. Interesting. People were sharing tweets. How did it come up? It was because people got involved. So whatever, imagine we are doing a Twitter storm about salvation. Imagine we are doing a Twitter storm about hope, about whatever. So it's important to understand that we can reach our nation. We can reach our city. We can reach wherever we are with the gospel. So social media is not only for snapping selfies or for dragging people or for chasing clouds or for whatever. It's also a tool for the gospel. Set your online goals. You can tell yourself every week I will write a post to encourage somebody. Every week I will tell people before you can share the gospel with them. Every week I will write about this, I will write about that. So set goals. What are your goals? What are your goals? What are your soul goals online? What are, your, what, 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 are your, what are your scriptural goals online? What are your goals? So it's very important. Also, it's important. Content is king. You must know how to, how to write because content is king. What are you writing? You can't write rubbish and accept to clap hands for you. People who have valuable or compelling content rise to the top while boring or even advanced content is hardly read. Join conversations. Someone, you see a post, how are you doing? How are you doing? And you get a conversation and you share the gospel with the person. When the person, you have built trust with the person. So it's important. Content, if content is king, they say engagement is queen. You have to engage people on social media. Engagement means to converse. That's why it's called social media. So people just go there, no picture. Every time, maybe scripture, people will not connect to you. So it's very important. And then we have a strategy. I think I said previous just like before we go to a fiscal mission, we plan. So I want to lift their souls to Christ also. You now become contacts, maybe contacts, you have conversation, meet their needs, and then you share your faith and trust God that God can do this with their life. And they are said to now connect them with a church website or an offline church or somewhere so that their faith can grow because it's, the, 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 the command is to go, therefore, and make disciples of every nation. And so now I want to share a post. Before I share a post, what do I do? Think. Is it true? The fact that it's online, like yes, I, um, two days ago I saw something, a very fine thing that, you know, I, I want to share it online. On the second thought, I said, okay, let me just Google and find out whether this thing is true. And I discovered it was false. So think, is it true? Is it helpful? Is it helpful? Will it help somebody? Will it help another person? Is it inspiring? Is it necessary? Sometimes I've written a post, a wonderful post, taking me time. And the Spirit of God tells me, is this necessary? I just delete it. Is it kind? So these are important things. So think before you post. Don't just jump. Think before you post. Also, what can I share? What can I share online? You have told us a lot of things, so what can I share? You can share scriptures that minister to you. What scripture minister to you? You know, Jeremiah 3 says, Call to me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things which you don't know. I read it and the scripture was, wow. You can share it on, on social media. You can say, wow, God answered me. God, God calmed the storm. God made me calm. God answered my prayers. These are scriptures that minister to you. You know, sometimes as you put it up, some other person say, wow, this same scripture ministered to me. Uh, and then before you know it, you start, you know, talking and start, you know, um, having things and things like that. So these are issues. These are the things that happen online. So it's important. Scripture that minister to you, share it. You never know who can see that scripture and say, wow, wow, I, I, I think I need to do this, I need to do that. So please, please, so, brother, I want to ask a question. Which scripture is missing to you? What do you read today? What do you study in the Bible today? 
the scriptures that minister to you. Also, we can share our devotional. What you read in the Bible, what is your devotion today, you can share it. You can share it, you never know who is looking, you never know who is listening, you never know who wants to commit suicide and just sees your post and say, wow, thank you for what you posted. You never know who wants to make a wrong decision and sees a post about sexual purity, for instance, and say, I'll make a decision not to do this or that. You never know someone that was about giving up and sees your post about standing to the end and say, wow, Jesus, I will hold on to the end. You never know someone that was about making a, a decision that would have cost the person's life, but the person saw a post you put on the person's life change. You can also share music videos. Of course, music videos, I mean gospel music videos. You can share gospel music videos. You never know. Waymaker, Miracle Walker, the song just means that to someone and say, wow, thank you for this song. Or someone says, Jesus, you love me so much. You know, you know, any music video, short music video, can minister to people. You never know how far it will go. And the reality is that many times on social media, pictures, you know, videos, uh, most times make a post to be more engaging and make a post to be more relatable. So it's important. Also, you can share your testimony. You can tell your story. Once I was blind, but now I see. Once I was people, but now I walk. Once I was deaf, but I hear. Once I was dumb, but I speak. Once my life was like this, but Jesus turned my life around. We overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the words of our testimony. Once my life was going haywire, but Jesus stood in. Jesus stood in. So it's important to tell your story. It's important to tell the story of God. It's important to share what God has done for you. You could also share what God has done for people, but of course it has to be with their permission, not uh, you go and write about someone that did something and the person comes to attack you. No. Tell your story. Tell what Jesus did. Jesus is still doing miracles. He's still raising, raising people from the dead. He's still turning stones backwards. That's Jesus. That same Jesus. The same yesterday, today and forever. He's still healing. He's still delivering. He's still saving from sin. Oh, I, 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 I was a drug addict, but Jesus came and saved me. And truly speaking, whom the Son of Man has set free, is free indeed. A lot of things, a lot of stories, your unique stories that only you can tell. That was why the woman that Jesus met at the well, she came and said, come and see someone that told me something like never before. Of course, she would have won souls for God. Tell your story. Tell your unique story. That's what we tell online. As you share about your personal life, share about things, share about your business, share about things, you can also make space for the gospel. You can also make space for Jehovah. Very important. Also, you can share a short sermon clip. Small thing, small message. Because, of course, you know that on social media, sometimes people's attention span very short. But the most important thing is share something. You never know who is going to get ministered to. So it's important. Share things people want to hear. A lot of people are hopeless. A lot of people are frustrated. They want to hear the gospel. They want to hear the word divine. They want to hear it. So share it. Be open with your life. Be generous with your life. That's what the Bible says. Be generous with your life. Stop hoarding. Stop hoarding virtue. Stop hoarding it. Pour out your life. Finish your course. Run your race. You can't keep remaining small. Share your life. Share Jesus. 
also a Christian program. Like this program, you can share it. You can share a worship program. You can share a conference. Share it. Share it. Also, an inspiring article from, from, from a website, from, from a blog, from you can share something. You can also write something. Don't write something. If you have something, for instance, my website, you have something interesting, tell me. If you're interested enough, we feature it. An inspiring article. Something inspiring because you never know who is listening, who is reading, who needs hope. Also, you can share. Okay, um, I, I want to pray for someone today. Anyone that needs a prayer point, you can send me a personal message. And of course, when you tell people that, you promise them, you do it, you do it. And then after you pray for them, you follow up. How did it go? Um, how did it not go? How did it go? It's important. Because sometimes someone calls me something online, just pray. You never know how God still works miracles. Even through phone, He works miracles. After you told someone that you are healed and the person was healed even without going there. So it's important to understand that that same Jesus is Jesus. A lot of people need hope. A lot of people need prayers. A lot of people need help. A lot of people need a lot of things. And because we are there to show God's color, we should fly God's color. We cannot be there and people are looking for things, hope, or looking for answers elsewhere. God has given unto us the ministry of reconciliation. We are Christ's ambassadors. As we go everywhere, we are ambassadors sharing and spreading the fragrance of Christ. Also, you can meet a need online. Like CMU Nigeria did recently. Meet a need. A lot of people are going through a lot this period. It is well. Or share this. Can I share this with you? I don't have much. Let me share this with you. A lot of things we can do. A lot of things we can do. On cyberspace, a lot of things we can do. A lot. You can reach somebody. Someone you are close to. Hello, how are you? How are you doing? You can reach somebody for Christ. Meet a need. Very important. You know, also, I just saw this very interesting post. Lord, as I enter social media today, <laughs> may my likes or may, 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 may my comments, posts, and likes be pleasing to you. May be pleasing to you. And help me uh, to not only share photos and videos, but to share you with my friends and families. Thank you for this opportunity. He has given unto us the ministry of reconciliation. He has given unto us a ministry of reconciliation. He has given unto us the ministry of reconciliation. Peter, Paul, James, John, they passed the baton to us. What are you writing? What are you writing? We may not write things that will enter into the Bible, but what are you writing? If the Acts of the Apostle continues, continues, what will be written of you? But it's very important to understand that God has called us at this very unique time. And we have a privilege to reach a lot of people. Because it's even cheap. You don't need a visa to reach somebody. I can be here right now. I'm sure some people are listening to me outside the country. They don't need a visa to hear me. So it's very, very important. Very, very important to understand that we have a very important tool in our hands. So what are thumbs down? What are thumbs down? What are the things about social media we need to be careful about? To view an individual as a project. What are the person? You want to convert or die? No. It's a person. They have feelings. And it is God that converts. We play our part. We share the word. We pray for them. And the Holy Spirit takes over. 
we see an opportunity. We minister to them. They are not projects. They are people. They are people. Also speaking Christianese. You want to speak big grammar. You know, speak big grammar. You know, we start quoting some things, writing some things that a lot of people will not benefit from. So, it's important we speak English. The Bible was written in a time those people in the Bible time understood and could relate to it. Many of Jesus' teachings were very relatable. So if people do not relate with you or relate to what you are saying, they will not follow what you are saying. Also, doctrine dozing. Instead of dialoguing, some people just, that's how one time online I saw a girl, what did she put on post? She put on a post that using roll-on or using, uh, using a perfume is a sin. How would that help people? How will it help people? And of course, dragging here and there, dragging, she made some blogs. There are some things that are not necessary. Preach the Bible, stick to the word of God. Every other controversy does not matter. A lot of times people want to get deep, deep into things that they don't even understand. So preach the Bible in love and in compassion. Allow the Holy Spirit to use you. Avoid things that divide people and shift the focus from Jesus. So very important. Also, and that thumbs down is to give an unchristian-like response under a post. You go and put one post somewhere, forgetting that the internet doesn't forget. Forgetting that your screenshots are everywhere. Some people on their profile is Christian, Christian medic, a born again Christian. But you see their timeline. There is nothing born again about their timeline. So it's important to understand that you cannot live a double life online and expect to win souls. No. Challenge, you are there. Twerking challenge, you are there. Breast challenge, you are there. Everything, everything, you are there. You want to be here and there. You can't. Make a choice. Choose this day whom you serve. As for me and my house, we serve the Lord. I've made a decision to live my life to please God. You can't be living like that now. On some secret groups, you do all kinds of things. And you want to say, uh, you are showing a post that you just graduated from, from Bible school. How does that work? It doesn't work. So, we cannot live a double life and expect your message to be strong. People will not look at your message. So, whether positively or negatively, the way you live our lives, we live our lives online and offline, matters a lot. You can't be switching your roles. One second, online missionary. Another second, and then they do again. You know, so it's very important. Let's live our life to please God. Let's live our life to the glory of God. You cannot be on a porn site. Every porn site, your question is there. Every porn site, your comment is there. And then you are coming to share the gospel. Every time you are sharing, you share today. You write another rubbish tomorrow. You, you, you will talk about one today. You go like that. You can't, it's not like that. We can't keep avoiding one Christians. We can't keep now. That's why it's called social media. So we are in the world, but not of the world. We are kingdom people in the world. So we have to balance you are the light of the world. You are the salt of the world. With leaders not into temptation. You don't want to put yourself in trouble. Like we stated earlier, Christ has no life present but yours. No block through which the gospel is shared. Yours are the updates through which hope is revealed. Christ has no online present but yours. No blog. No Facebook page but yours. So we must make a decision to be God callers. From today, moving forward, must make that decision and say, Lord, as far as I live, I will be an influence of good online. I won't join them to do things that will not bring glory to your name. For some of us, our names are, for instance, someone's name is Edward Mark. The person's name on Facebook is Miss Quickie. 
or the person's name is Mr. Mr. Fonby or whatever the name is, and the person now goes and blocks all brethren on Facebook so that we don't follow him and know what he's posting. Or the person goes on Twitter to block all of us or block all the brethren. So you find that people that have, they're, they're, they're having their mismatch, their life, they have several lives. They have fellowship life, CMDA students' life, they have Facebook life, they have Twitter life, they have WhatsApp life. So it's important. The time, the time has come. We have, we have to choose which God we serve. And it's important for us to choose right and to choose Jesus. It's important for us to organize our lives. My prayer for us is that after this prayer missions conference, we have to make some decisions. For some of us, I will trust that at the end of this meeting, we'll start unfriending some people on Facebook. I will trust that some people will start unfriending, some people will start making life right. We'll start deleting some things that will not bring glory to God and start sorting our lives. Because God will ask us questions. We'll ask us questions. All right, so thank you very much for your time. I don't know whether I have any questions. All right. Thank you so much, sir. So the first question here is that um, after online evangelism and maybe you've won souls, how would you go about discipleship with online converts? The second question is, someone who is to share the word of God on social media, should the person or should he or she have attained a point in their spiritual growth before they can post anything related to God's word on social media? Those are the two questions. Okay, so for the discipleship online, that is why it's important that we have relationship with people that we share the gospel with. So, for instance, let's take for instance, I share the gospel with somebody, and the person stays in a place like Uwe. You know, I can as well tell the person, okay, um, can you go to a church? Because, of course, we know that there are churches around the locality that the person, the person stays. Also, there are people that may not have churches around them. There, that's why we try to post a lot of resources. There are a lot of resources. Um, check the evangelism as a place of evangelism where we can help people, disciple people, either send them uh, stuff on Facebook or on their mails or whatever. You understand? So the bottom yes. line is that there are also tools for discipling people. So apart from um, sharing the gospel, someone gives you life to Christ. Also, you and somebody, for instance, let's say, for instance, I convert you grace. Let's just say, for instance, I convert you to Christ's grace. I can share Bible yes. study with you on WhatsApp. I'm sure you know that. We can do yes. Bible study together. We can share the word of God together. And then also, apart from that also, I can also tell you, okay, Grace, where do you stay? There is in Abba. I can say, okay, in Abba, there is this church. You can attend the church. Because one of the things about Christianity is that you have to have a support system. You have to join the church. You can grow a place where you can, you can be followed up, a place where you can, you know, uh, not sure, a place where you can use your gifts rightly. So that is one thing also. So you can do it online in the sense that we do our online talk, okay, and then to a, a, a Bible-believing church or whatever. And that aside, you can... And also, their own can be followed up online. And these days, I'm sure you know that uh, there's now what we call democratization of worship. For instance, as the church I attend. For these days, because of uh, online, I can I can watch any church service. I can there are a lot of things to follow. A lot of online ministries to follow online. So there are a lot of resources, as I said. And then also, in your own way, you try your best to keep in contact with the person. As you will share your growth because this grace is not uh, it's, it's not a sprint. It's a marathon. As you keep on sharing and encouraging yes. the person. Also, someone says, uh, share the word of God, have attained to a point. Now, that is why we said, as you give your life to Christ, one of the things that we expect is that we continue to grow. For instance, 
someone is a child, you know, as a newborn babe, the person desires the sincere make of the word of God and grows. As you are growing, you can also tell another person about Jesus. After all, in the Bible, there is a disciple that when Jesus Christ converted him, the first thing he did was to go and call his brother and say, come, I have seen somebody, come, come, and, come and follow me. And also we see in the Bible, there was also a woman that Jesus spoke to. And when, you know, when Jesus told her he her very heart, and when Jesus Christ you know, preached the word of God to her, she went to her town or went to her village to share the word of God. So it mustn't be uh, five years in the Lord before you can comfortably share anything in the, world, uh, in the Bible. Anywhere you are, you can share the word of God. Jesus loves you. You mustn't wait because till you are 30 years. But that aside, we have also build ourselves. You have to read the Bible for yourself. You have to study the Bible for yourself. You have to be willing to grow. You have to have somewhere where you are discipled. But as you are a disciple, you can also, you know, bring people to the Lord. So it's very, very important. So you mustn't wait until you are 20 years before you can share the word of God. You mustn't wait until you are 50 years or you are, you are sad. But as that aside, you have to also know the word of God for yourself. That is why we commend that as you give your life to Christ, whether you're a young Christian or not, study the Bible, grow, and then also tell someone about Jesus. It's a testimony that once I was blind, but now I see. And come and know now my I Jesus. Can't. Come and see my Jesus. Come and see the person that told me everything. Come and see the person that changed my life. Come and see that same Jesus. So you mustn't wait until you are 500 years in the world before you can share things on social media. Start now. Start now. Like today, I will encourage everybody, go online, share something about Jesus. Share something. Jesus loves you. Jesus saves. Jesus delivers. Share it. We have to be bold about Jesus. We have to share God's color. And I trust that God will help us in Jesus' name. Amen, sir. Sir, please, could you take one more question? No problem. All right, sir. So someone is saying that how can you talk to an unbeliever without sounding preachy? Because they already have something they believe in their mind. So they just feel whatever comes is already you trying to change their thought system. And in addition to that, another question is similar. So I'll just join the two. This person is asking that how many scriptures should be in a post or should we not even add scriptural passages at all? Okay, first of all, uh, we must allow the Spirit of God to lead us. In the book of Esther, there is no mention of God. I'm sure you know that. Yes, so, sir. That scripture is a very deep scripture. So what I'm saying is that we have, that is why we have to pray and allow the Spirit of God to use us. God, you can just put here online, like I do a lot of write up online. You can write something that has nothing. You can just write something about marriage. Somebody comes on inbox, and the person is talking to you in inbox, they tell the person about Jesus. The bottom yes. line is that we must allow this, we must yield to the Spirit of God. And when we use the Spirit of God, He tells us what to do. And so, for instance, you mustn't sound preachy. You can just share something, you know. And, um, for instance, also, online, you can't just tell someone, uh, you can't just start harassing people online. You, somebody posts a post, ah, wonderful clothes. Uh, you look good. How was your day? How, how did you feel today? You build some kind of trust. And then, as you talk to the you can tell the person about Jesus. You can find a way. There's always a way. You know, just like you, if you want to beg somebody money, there's a way to beg someone money. You know, somehow, yeah. somehow. That was a way. You, know, you want to ask somebody for a favor, there is a way. There has to be a way to tell someone about Jesus. So you, you, we mustn't, there is no ten commandments of you must go left, you must go right. That is why we need to give to the Spirit. For someone like Philip, the Bible says in those days, he, he saw a eunuch trying to uh, read about something. And the Bible says he joined himself to the chariot. And he asked the guy, what are you reading? The guy says, I read about this, I read about this. Who is this person talking about? Is it himself or another? You know, 
you know, I understand, but I cannot read. It was now Philip that, under, that you know, shared the word of God to him, made it clear, and then the guy gave his life to Christ. So it's very much important that we should just lean to the Spirit, allow the Spirit to use us, and then be, you know, be pliable in his hands. Let yes, us speak. Sir. Sometimes we don't want to speak. He says, speak, speak. Sometimes yes. we want to speak. He says, calm down, calm down. It's not about us, it's about God. But one thing we trust God is that as whatever we write, it can be one write-up, it can be one line, it can be two lines, it can be a big post, and you just put something somewhere, and before you know it, you just tell them somebody, and before you know it, you are now sharing the word of God with someone, and someone gives his life to Christ. As we know, yes. even on social media, people get married on social media, just meet someone for the first yes. time, and people start talking, and they're like, people also give their lives to Christ on social media, and become serious in the things of God. So let us not joke with it, let us apply ourselves and let us clean our lives, and let us allow the Spirit of God to use us. Hmm. So, Thank you, sir. So, sir, let me just ask this finally. Um, talking about consistency, in your slide you said you should have like a timeline on maybe make a weekly post or something. So this person is hmm. asking that, when, what about times where there's a writer's block, where there's no inspiration to write on anything? How do you go about that? trying to beat your time lapse and everything you set. Sometimes, you know, for me, I write a lot. Inspiration can come. That's why, as I said, let's use ourselves to the Spirit of God. Things can happen. And then also sometimes when you are, um, let's say, when you are inspired, you can write a lot of things and keep. You understand? You can write things and keep. And also, if you understand the time, sometimes you can see an event and point them towards Jesus. That is the truth. We can always view things and point around Jesus. There are times when we may not have, you know, you may not have that... Uh, a bit to write, you can leave, or sometimes just fight, but sure that don't force yourself and make it look as I must post everything, it doesn't work like that. Allow the Spirit of God to uh, use you, but the bottom line is that your timeline should be a place that people can come in and be inspired, that's what I'm saying. And then also, yes. it doesn't mean that because you're a child of God, all your posts will be about Jesus, Jesus, you know, you can talk about life, because we are human beings, you talk about life, and then, you know, we are human beings, you talk about life, you can joke about things, you can politics, you know, just be yourself. Yeah, talk about politics. As a quick, talk about life, talk about sports. For instance, I'm a sports enthusiast. So I talk about sports, I, I, I joke about the things, and then when necessary and when led, I just put up a post. And usually things happen, you know. So that's why it's important that we be led by the Spirit of God. Thank you for listening. I hope you were blessed. For more information, you can log on to www.cndnigeria.org.